0: Well, everyone, welcome back to another podcast today. I've got a recurring guest. Um, we talked with Karis last time when she was talking about her role as a coach, as a mom, as a CrossFit, C- CrossFit competitor, and we are so excited to have her back. Karis, for the people who haven't been able to hear you talk before, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, where you're coming from today.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um I'm really excited to be back. Thanks for inviting me. Um, And I love talking about CrossFit, um, but I will be as unbiased as I possibly can. (laughs) I did research on both sides. So (laughs) Um, as far as who I am, uh, I currently am a gym owner at CrossFit Liquid in Newport News. I have my level two um, and a master's in counseling. All right. So hopefully I'll be able to kind of tie gym and counseling together today a little bit, because in my opinion, I mean, everything that we do, I mean, our emotions drive us to do things. So it's, Mm -hmm. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to dig into that. So I saw on your Instagram recently that you made the quarterfinals of the CrossFit Games. So fill us in. What does that mean? And what does that look like in terms of next steps after that?
1: Uh, yeah. So I was shocked that I even made it to quarterfinals just because the last year with all the kids and everything, I haven't had to work out. I haven't been able to work out as much as I was before. So that was really, really exciting for me. Um, the, so how it works is you have, um, in the CrossFit games, this is the open is the first step in the CrossFit games. And then the top 10% of those in the open make it to semi to quarterfinals. Okay. And then from quarterfinals, the top athletes from there go to semifinals and then the top athletes from semifinals then move on to the game. So I made it to quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Did not, um, yeah, didn't participate in in it because I got injured, but that was my own fault.
0: <laughs> oh, that's disappointing, but um, that's it a- was
1: disappointing. It, it really was. It was like the day after. Um, the last open workout, I just tweaked my shoulder. And uh-huh. now being a mom where my my limbs are a lot more than what I can do in the gym, I was like, you know, it's not even worth it. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Got it. Well, yeah. Um, so appropriately, we're talking about CrossFit today. And so the topic that we're delving into is CrossFit versus traditional strength training. And when I say traditional strength training, maybe you can refine mm-hmm. that a little bit what i mean is you know kind of what you see typically people doing in the gym lifting weights um, maybe doing some compound movements things like that Um, i guess the first thing that i want to start with is that from the outside a lot of the equipment looks very similar so what's the difference between the two
1: that's a really good question so i would say the difference you're right that we have uh, dumbbells can be used for CrossFit or mm-hmm. they can be used for traditional strength training. Mm-hmm. Um, barbells, traditional strength training. Sure. There's bench press, mm-hmm. um, and we bench press and CrossFit. So mm-hmm. a lot of that's similar. Um, so dumbbells, barbells, bench press, uh, or just even the bench, um, yeah. the weights that go on the barbells, like all that's the same. The the same. I would say that the biggest difference is, um, with strength training, there's it, that also opens an athlete up, um, to do isolated movements. Okay. So, um, like, like you have, a, you have the leg press machine. That's a really mm-hmm. very like traditional weight, um, strength training movement. Sure. In CrossFit, we squat. Mm-hmm. Um, we do box squats. We wouldn't... So more freestanding functional movements versus isolating, muscle isolating movements.
0: Okay. Uh, so it sounds like um, with CrossFit, you're working on the entire movement of the body instead of just focusing on one muscle group at a time.
1: Right. Right. It's So CrossFit is more... Um, of a full body, we we say core to extremity um, mm-hmm. workout. What I mean by that is that it, it really, I mean, it anything in CrossFit, any movement in CrossFit pretty much um, requires you to engage your core. So core mm-hmm. to extremity, I mean, like everything is engaged in order to complete the movement. Whereas in traditional strength training and this can be a pro or a con depending on your goals but in traditional Mm. strength training it would be i want to make my quads bigger like i want my my quads to be stronger so let's leg press whereas crossfit it would say somebody would be like i want to get a bigger squat
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so you're gonna go squat with a barbell to full depth and where crossfit's all about um range of motion full range of motion so Mm. for a squat that would be hip knee extension to Mm -hmm. squatting below parallel
0: okay and i guess bigger picture talk a little bit about the programming um i think crossfit kind of makes its name on these on these workouts that look really intense from the outside so what's the difference in mindset when it comes to programming
1: uh, so the difference between CrossFit and traditional strength training in, in terms of programming is the goal and the, go- so the goal of CrossFit is, I mean, this is like a very typical CrossFit answer, but the goal of CrossFit is constantly varied functional movement performed at relatively high intensities. Hmm. Um, whereas the goal of strength training is increasing muscle mass through resistance and weightlifting for CrossFit. Like what is the goal? It's a lot more specific.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so anyways, so we program towards those goals in CrossFit. Um, that looks like high intensity interval training mm-hmm. um, using yeah. functional movements like, Squats, push-ups, uh, body weight w- movements, uh, Olympic lifting, traditional weight lifting e- even, um, gymnastics, rowing, that kind of stuff. Um, whereas, so it, it the CrossFit training would inc- incorporate all of those movements. Um, never the same workout, really, I mean, we, Mm -hmm. so that a workout for instance might be, let's talk, I mean, uh, let's say a rep scheme of 21, of, uh, thrusters and chest to bar pull-ups, let's say. So you'd complete 21 reps of, uh, thrusters and then 21 reps of chest to bar Mm pull-ups. For those of you that don't know what a thruster is, it's holding the barbell in the front squat squatting below parallel and pushing the bar, exploding the bar overhead. Hmm. Um, and then catching back in front squat, going directly into the next rep. Um, that movement is, I mean, the definition of a full body move. Uh, that that would be the workout, 21-15-9 chest to bar and thrusters. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would warm you up for that. And we would probably do a strength component as well. So we do have some in CrossFit, we have some traditional weightlifting um, actually incorporated into CrossFit. So different boxes do different things, but our box, we combine the two. So Mm -hmm. we don't just do a high intensity workout or the WOD, which is what we call it. Mm -hmm. We also, we warm up, we do a strength portion, whether it's bench press, deadlift, or squatting or you know any one of the olympic lifts and then we'll move on to the workout um and then have some mobility we never we are we we never do the same workout once and we are making sure that there's variability in the rep scheme in mm-hmm. the time domain that we're utilizing in the movement so if we have let's say pistol squats in the workout one day we're mm-hmm. probably not going to have pistol squats in the workout again for like another two weeks, mm-hmm. so um, there's there's just a lot of variability in how we train leg day, mm-hmm. and it's really never going to be the same because you know the the more uh, I think one of CrossFit's big um, I don't know I would say like something people usually point out as as um, a reason not to do CrossFit would be uh-huh. High rep schemes lead to injury, sure. um, and that is true. If one, you are not physically prepared to do the movement, and mm-hmm. two, you're doing too many of it to too much of the movement to um, more than your body's capable of. So, mm-hmm. so that being said, that's CrossFit's programming. That's kind of the yeah. idea behind the programming: constantly varied high intensity. And we do incorporate some traditional weightlifting depending on the box, but we do incorporate some traditional weightlifting, um, Mm -hmm. movements in there too. Um, like, like you even pointed out, there's a lot of similarities and even the equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as traditional weightlifting goes, what, um, the pros and cons of that is you can focus on a single muscle group and train that muscle group in a lot of different ways. There was a study done that, um, compared CrossFit and traditional weightlifting. And the, yeah. the research kind of showed that people, um, people who did traditional strength training, I believe two to three times a week, um, according to, um, ACM criteria, mm-hmm. um, for the weightlifters and then under a crossfit certified coach for the crossfitters uh-huh. they completed these workouts two to three times a week and what was really interesting about it is the traditional weightlifters um our strength training strength strength trainers they did better as far as performance in terms in terms of raw strength oh. so um these were serious like these are serious athletes that mm-hmm. um, they were using for the study which i light. so these are kind of more experienced CrossFitters, mm-hmm. more experienced strength um, traditional strength trainers. But so this, so the the population that did the tradi- traditional strength training they showed at the end of the study mm-hmm. more muscle mass. Okay. So their their raw lifts were heavier, like your squat, your back squat, your bench mm-hmm. press. But where but CrossFitters. Uh, by a large margin, did better, uh, but essentially their aerobic capacity uh-huh. was by a large margin better than strength, pe- that those who did strength training. Um, their explosiveness, their mm-hmm. ability to jump high, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing, that was significantly improved. So yeah, I mean, it. so as far as, you know, the programming, you're, you're programming for different Different things, and and the results are showing that there are benefits to both. Mm-hmm. So, um but as far as the programming of traditional strength training, if you follow ASAM criteria, that's it's a little easier to define
0: yeah.
1: how to do it. Um, but as far as the programming of traditional strength training, it's hard because you know. When I think of traditional strength training, I think of people going to One Life Mm -hmm. and getting their one-hour workout in. Um, And they don't have a ton of structure. They don't have a ton of guidance. Mm -hmm. Um, So as far as like what that looks like, I don't know because it varies a lot from person to person depending Mm -hmm. on probably the majority of people. It varies a lot depending on what they go into. But if you're talking about meeting ASAM criteria, that would be um that would be focusing what their programming does is focus on um 0 to 12 rep maxes um mm-hmm. on on the the big movements like bench press and and squat and deadlift that kind of thing um or other movements to support the specific mu- muscle group growth mm-hmm. um resting 3 to 6 minutes between the sets so i guess c- conclusion CrossFit's programming is a lot more structured. Mm-hmm. Um at, in general, just based on um users, I guess. So if all all users of CrossFit are gonna go into a box, and this is what they're gonna find. They're gonna find a right. warm-up, a strength piece, they're gonna find a high intensity workout, and they're gonna find mobility exercises. Mm-hmm. But with with um with traditional strength training it's it's more broad in what it uh what the goals are of it mm-hmm. and as far as the users um it really depends on the person
0: so to summarize it sounds like strength training will increase strength to a greater degree than crossfit um especially when rigorously applied like in that study you talked about um but crossfit has the benefits of more explosiveness better endurance And it sounds like more standardization too. If you're going to Mm -hmm. a CrossFit box, like you said, you kind of know what to expect and the average CrossFit participant will get a similar kind of programming. Whereas because strength training is so individual, you could have a wide variation between what people are doing and what results they'll get.
1: Right, right.
0: Okay. And if I remember right, your training and fitness journey wasn't always about CrossFit. So there might've been some time where you were doing some of the more traditional kind of strength training. Um, what was your experience like between the two, like when you transitioned over to CrossFit and obviously you kind of stayed there in that territory. Um, yeah. What was the difference that kind of sold it for you?
1: So I was a personal trainer for traditional strength training, uh, for a company. It was so long ago, I don't even remember the name. Um, but I was, so I did, like you said, traditional strength training. I, I, there, there was, there was someone, um, that I looked up to and, and I, um, wanted to be like her and she was, this is in my history and she was, uh, well in my, my past and she was very strong, um and i always i just wanted to be strong i wanted to be mm-hmm. capable of doing things and so um then i kind of without talking to her but i dabbled in uh i dabbled in more the the strength uh-huh. portion so without doing any research i went down in my basement and i like grabbed a couple dumbbells and i'm like doing bench press like i'd seen on uh-huh. the tv
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um you know, trying to get a pull up, getting my chin as far as I could over the barge, uh-huh. you know, whatever I could do, what, um, whatever motivation I could muster to actually mm-hmm. get down in the basement 30 minutes, three times a week. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, again, I was lacking guidance, um, which I really was craving
0: hmm.
1: and guidance and structure actually after the, the basement workouts for probably two years, that's when I began. Um, that's when I went to this local gym and wanted to be a personal trainer, kind of learned more about it, Mm -hmm. gained a little bit more structure on rep schemes and different movements and things like that. I used the, the, the machines like the leg press and, Mm -hmm. um, worked at that kind of stuff. Um, And I, I, uh, then tried a CrossFit workout. Um, I went and tried a local one because they were having a, a free day and I tried it and, um, it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. Um, and I loved that I was seeing progress even in doing one and it made me feel very humbled, um, because I could barely finish the workout. Um, so anyways, it just, that and the fact that I didn't have, so one, it was helping me reach my goals that I didn't, that, you know, I just wanted to be strong and capable of doing stuff, Mm -hmm. not feeling that weakness. Um, but I also wanted the structure. Like I didn't want to have to plan out my own workout every day. I wanted to do it with other people. Um, so yeah, that's, um. That was kind of my journey to CrossFit and the things that I did that led me up to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, I'm hearing that like a lot of the pros and cons that you talked about earlier match up in your story. That there was not a lot of structure or teaching or community when you were just starting out with strength training, and you had to seek that right. out yourself. But as you got into CrossFit, that was just all built into the whole system
1: it was just built into the system. Yeah. Yeah. It was part of it.
0: Yeah. And I think you were talking about earlier, some of the potential mental health aspects of movement. And it seemed like you were starting to touch on that in terms of your own story. So let me uh, let you go into what you were going to say about that.
1: Well, I guess, so one of the things that really tied me in, um, that was really the hook, line, and sinker for CrossFit was the community. Mm-hmm. Greg Glassman, I, I wrote it down because it's such a good quote, but Greg Glassman, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's appropriate to quote him anymore after what happened, <laughs> but I think he had a lot of good things to offer the CrossFit community, so I'm going to use him. Um, sure. He said, uh, CrossFit is empirically driven, clinically tested, and community developed. Mm. And that is just such a great summarization of you know, who is CrossFit because it's the community that drives it. And, um, I, you know, I read another, I read another study that compared functional training to, Mm -hmm. to traditional strength training. So functional training is a little different from CrossFit. I mean, just a little bit, but essentially the study, what, um, the study looked at a bunch of different studies and kind of came up with, uh, Um, bottom line, but essentially there, there's no, there was no statistic, statistical difference in, um, you know, making a healthier person. Hmm. Um, Yes. CrossFit helped people and, or the functional movements helped the older gen, the older population Mm -hmm. be able to still get off the ground and squat and things like that. But other than that, there was no statistical difference. So Really, what that tells me, even as a gym owner, is it whatever you're doing, whatever the workout is, whether it's functional training or whether it's CrossFit, because CrossFit's not for everybody, Mm -hmm. you have to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. a consistency like that, number one, that is what I have seen to be the most effective ingredient for creating a healthy individual. And so whether that's CrossFit or traditional um, strength training, whatever it is, what I'm getting from the research that I looked at, it it kind of doesn't matter. Just do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Be
1: consistent three to five times a week. Um, now, as far as the, the mental health aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, and this is... This is what really tied me to CrossFit. As far as doing it every day, I need to be in community. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do, I'm not gonna work out alone, three to five days a week, and that's just me. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. I would be very unfit if that's what I had to do. Um, so CrossFit really gives that piece of community
0: mm-hmm.
1: that a lot of, um, you know, a lot of other fitness venues are lacking. Um, or even just tr- approaches that, I mean, to me, the CrossFit community is the secret sauce of CrossFit mm. because we're all doing the same thing. It's shared misery, um, which makes it less miserable. <laughs> Bomb Easter and Leary, um, did a lot of work on this too, but essentially what they're saying is when there's shame involved, you can't, um, growth is stunted mm-hmm. and, There's, when we talk about working out, when we talk about getting healthy, there's this big focus on what our bodies look like Mm -hmm. as a result of working out. And that's, that's a big cultural piece for America. And if, if a lot of us, and I, I speak personally, carry body shame or image shame, which I mean, that's just an issue. That's an issue Mm -hmm. that we have, um, as females, you know, I, I, Speaking for myself, I've had a lot of body image issues, um, just feelings of inadequacy. And I was driven to fitness to feel more secure about myself. And I think a lot of people did mm-hmm. the same thing, do the same thing.
0: Sure.
1: So if you're trying to essentially overcome a sense of inadequacy in through fitness and you're doing it alone. Mm-hmm then that sense of shame can build because I mean, like Brene Brown says, it takes two key key ingredients for shame to grow isolation and silence. Hmm. And when you're doing it alone, those things can grow. Um, And so that sense of inadequacy will just continue. Mm -hmm. Um, But it, and it did continue for me um, feeling like it, whatever I did was never good enough. Yeah. feeling like I was always less than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but in CrossFit, there's this, there's a, there's a communal goal. There's, um, the people you work out with. There's just a culture of being okay with failing and being okay with not being where you want to be because that's just the norm. We're all working towards improving. Mm. And we're and there's the, there's the culture of where you're at doesn't matter. It's where you're headed. And that's just true about life. It, you know, it's where we're at is where we're at. And if you can't do a squat below parallel, that there's no shame in that. You know, it doesn't reflect that you're incapable. It doesn't mean that you can never make advances forward it mm-hmm. doesn't um even though a lot of people walking out of the gym if they were were not able to complete a movement you know there's this sense of i'm not good enough there's a sense of shame mm-hmm. um that's really discouraging and so that's that to me is the secret sauce of crossfit is our community because it's okay to fail in fact it's normal to fail mm-hmm. and it's okay to not be where you want to be because nobody in the gym is where they want to be. Um, because I mean, that's why we're there. Or there's that piece of like the community is reaching towards a goal, you know? So there's that understanding that like, I'm not there and I'm, I'm moving forward, but there's also, um, the piece of the cu- the culture in CrossFit that I just love. Um,
0: yeah, I think it sounded Isaiah. like, you know as long as your body can do the movements can do the work it doesn't matter what it looks like
1: right and that's the other piece of crossfit that i was going to mention so it's it's that there's no ideal body type hmm. um when you come into crossfit every body type has uh has a use it has a function um and in and everybody type is welcome in the gym. Uh-huh. So if you're that athlete that's coming in and you are very competitive and um you ha- body composition is not your issue, then you have the community, you know, behind you supporting you to go faster, to lift heavier. But if you're if you're the um if you're a nine to fiver who's just coming in to stay healthy, I mean there's people behind you pushing you, well, hey, I didn't see you last week you gotta you gotta come three days a week, you know, in order for this to be effective, or hey, what was going on that you didn't come last week, like I missed you, you know, there is no single person, there's no single body type that is ideal, and that's not really even the goal of CrossFit is body composition. The goal of CrossFit is learning about what is a healthy lifestyle? What does it look like to eat better? Hey, you're doing it. Can we talk about that? And like I said to me, that's the definition of fitness is engaging in something that's going to make you physically healthier, allow you to improve your quality of life. So, So for me, particularly... CrossFit is what did that. CrossFit helped Mm -hmm. me stay consistent. Um, CrossFit helped me overcome the shame that I had um, over body image. Mm -hmm. Um, And it helped connect me to a community.
0: All right. So to sum up, you know, we've talked about some of the different pros and cons of traditional strength training versus CrossFit. If someone had a limited budget, to just choose either between membership at their local crossfit gym versus you know like a rec center or a gym down the street um what questions might someone ask themselves to choose between one or the other
1: the starting point might be finances mm-hmm. um how much does the crossfit down the street cost versus the rec center mm-hmm. um More likely than not, it's going to be the rec center that's cheaper. CrossFit tends to be, um, I would say, a lot more expensive than your rec center. Averaging, um, maybe starting at like $100 a month, and that's -hmm. that's on the low end, very low end. So CrossFit definitely costs more. Um, Mm -hmm. So coming from a budgetary standpoint, just ask yourself, um, how much can you spend for me? It became worth it to pay Mm -hmm. for what CrossFit, um, costs because you're getting, um, you're getting coaching, uh, which if you have a good coach, I mean, he, they're going to help you grow. The community helps you grow Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So you just, you know, for me, it was gradual, but I got to a point where I said it was worth it. So Uh, as far as somebody who's, who's, um, looking to start one or the other, I would just ask yourself, like, how much do you have to spend here? And if you want to do CrossFit, can you make lifestyle alterations? And then number two, it would be, do you, if you're going to go to a gym that, um, like a rec center, do you have a plan? Um, I would really recommend to all the listeners to find something structured because like I said before, if you are doing too many, too much of the same thing, you're going to expose yourself to injury. If you're overbuilding one muscle group and underbuilding another, you're again going to expose yourself or to, to potential injury. So Mm -hmm. definitely have a plan. Um, if you go into the gym, um, in th- the more rec center route,
0: mm-hmm.
1: have a plan and be consistent. Same with, if you do CrossFit, CrossFit's not going to give you the effects you're looking for if there's no consistency. So, mm-hmm. um, I would start with, um, finances and then, uh, maybe try both out mm-hmm. to see which one you really like, because maybe you're that person that says, I just want to put my headphones in and go to the gym. Um, but you really want good results and haven't been able to find them for yourself. Well, try cross it out and see if it really bothers you not to have your headphones in. So just find something that you can do every day, um, and stick to it and find, find something that just fits your lifestyle because some moms don't have a family friendly gym in the area. Um, and so they have to work out at home Well, there are plenty of things that you can do at home with just your body weight to stay fit. So um, really it's the, the key here is just being consistent.